the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Thursday afternoon to you. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. We are originating our program today from our studios here in the West Shore District of uh, Tampa, Florida. I want to remind you that we have some breaking news. If you are around uh, the area of uh, Highway 54 uh, there in Hudson, excuse me, Highway 52 in Hudson uh, near the uh, intersection of, uh, was it, Meadows Drain? Me- <laughs> Why don't I just start all over? Um, near the intersection of uh, Meadows Drive and State Road 52. Please avoid that area. We just got word moments ago that there is an active shooter there on uh, Meadow Drive in Houston. Highway 52 uh, has been blocked off there near that intersection by the uh, local authorities, and it is an active shooter in the Gulf Highlands subdivision. Now, Gulf Highlands Elementary School is nearby, and it is now on lockdown. We understand, uh, though we can't uh, completely confirm it, that there were some shots fired uh, from inside the home. We are awaiting uh, all of the uh, media who's uh, rushing to that area to find out more as to uh, what may be happening uh, this afternoon. Uh, Let me just see here. Okay, I'm just trying to make sure that um had some folks that were tweeting me information on this let me just make sure that uh, is it no that's it so um again you'll want to avoid the area of highway 52 uh, there in uh, hudson and uh, we will bring you uh, more of this story as we learned exactly what's happening there in the area well we've got a little off data markets for those of you joining us on the biz right now uh, we have the Dow Jones Industrials was off uh, $31 at uh, 22841 NASDAQ was off 12 at uh, 6591 S&P off uh, $4.31, twenty-five fifty. So we have a little bit of a retrenchment happening uh, in that particular marketplace uh, as well. Now, we're going to have a special guest to coming on with us at the bottom of the hour, Robert Allen. He is the unju- uh, adjunct professor at Tulane University. And we're going to be talking about the Las Vegas terror attack, but we're going to be talking about it in terms of the security procedures uh, at that hotel, the security procedures in general. Uh, I can tell you that um, if you are an international traveler um, on just about any other continent, including uh, Israel, that when you check into a hotel, Oftentimes, uh, you have to uh, open up your bag, just like you're going through the the turnstile at uh, SeaWorld, Disney World, Busch Gardens. Uh, Ladies, you have to open up your bag. Men, you have to uh, empty out your pockets. Then you go through the mag machine. But um, is that where we're heading in America? 
Well, we'll talk about that because um, there is um, such a real um, threat that surrounds us with all of our theme parks, with all of our recreation areas, and you know that uh, this would be a prime, prime opportunity to uh, create uh, fear and terror. And um, it's no mistake that um, Florida depends uh, an awful lot uh, on our tourism. We know when the Pulse nightclub uh, got hit, uh, there was uh, work to uh, really make sure that people knew that we were on that investigation and we were going to be taking the uh, appropriate steps to uh, uh, mitigate uh, those type of uh, attacks. And so uh, the Florida economy now that has uh, been sort of uh, uh, teetering here because of the effects of uh, Hurricane Irma, uh, both in terms of our tourism, also in terms of um, our agriculture, and our president has uh, been the last the 24 hours trying to uh, work members of Congress to slip in some significant uh, relief for our citrus and some of the other crops that are so important to our Florida economy as, uh, as he goes on. Well, the big story today, let's talk about it. Um, Health care. Yesterday we had Fernando Suspedes on the second hour and uh, trying to get to everyone there prepared to go in. And if you're on Medicare to get your uh, checkup, your annual checkup to make sure, not at the doctor, with uh, your insurance provider. Or if not, check in with Fernando because uh, there's some changes and you always want to have your plan reviewed by a professional. Don't want to do it yourself. Well, now the president being frustrated by not once, but twice, the United States Senate thwarting his um, his uh, campaign pledge to repeal and op- and replace Obamacare. So he's uh, following in his predecessor's shoes. And what I mean by that is it's executive order time. So the president today, in fact, took some action on health care. And um, this is a, a plan that um, you, if you own a company... You can band together with other people who own companies, and uh, you can then cross the state lines. You can now go from Florida. Instead of having to deal exclusively with a Florida insurance provider, you'll be able to uh, cross over to Georgia, cross over to Alabama, cross over to Mississippi. Who knows? Maybe if if there's a, a reason it makes sense, maybe, maybe uh, you'll go and use somebody in uh, Kansas. You know, who knows? But um, this is going to be very interesting how it plays out. And, of course, there are very two distinct uh, uh, lines of um, of lobbying, lines of reasoning on this. I, I support the plan. This is going to promote not only, not only better health care, but choice and competition. One of the main reasons that uh, for probably a decade we have been stymied in terms of trying to get this this healthcare situation under control is the powers to be have removed all forms of competition. Now the insurance companies, by and large, when Obamacare was rolled out and everybody was having to buy Obamacare, well. The insurance companies, to some degree, got um, a little bit out of the aggressive marketing of their plans because they really became more of what you what are called third-party administrators. And what that means is they, they process the claims, 
and uh, they make sure that the claims are being paid properly. Those that aren't supposed to be getting, uh, uh, you know, uh, benefits or not. But even though we have two or three entities that are involved with, uh, say, Obamacare in terms of different insurance companies, they really uh, have beefed up their operations to basically get a per-person fee. That's how it works, depending on how many people are in Plan A with Company Plan A and Plan B with Company Plan B. They will get a per-person um, dollar amount uh, in order to manage, to do the managed care for those uh, individuals. Then at the same time, um, the reason why so many of them have pulled out is, quite frankly, healthy people never got involved with Obamacare. Young people never got involved with Obamacare. The way insurance works, it's pretty basic, is um, you have a group of people who may have some liability in a particular area. And so what you do is you get the entire group uh, to partner. You get it's kind of like a commune. You get an entire group of people to, to come together. And if the pool is big enough, for instance, um, my wife, um, Mrs. Bunkley, works for one of the uh, you know, last legacy airlines. I mean, it's a huge deal. I mean, we're talking about a lot of employees. So when you get a lot of employees together, and in any given year, you've got X amount of employees who are going to have some very expensive, catastrophic needs. Then you're going to have other people that other than getting their flu shot or maybe getting an antibiotic once a year, um, they're paying for uh, the stopgap. They're paying for, say, Obamacare, and they're not going to use it. So what happened is the uh, the people who are young, and the people who are not really sick, they didn't buy Obamacare, and they had a, uh, a penalty that they have been forced to pay through the IRS the last couple of years, but the system doesn't work. So now uh, you're going to be able to, um, if Obamacare isn't the proper place for you to go, then... What you're going to do is you're going to be getting your going and looking at the the other aspects of uh, getting this insurance with different pools across the state, and so that's going to drive down costs because of competition. That's going to drive down costs because um, people are going to uh, uh, get together, and then on the other side of that argument, people will say, "Well, you're just gutting Obamacare because Obamacare needs." those people in order to make uh, the plan work. So let me ask you a question. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. They're also open, Tampa, 813-287-5700. And open in Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, 941-955-0930. Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think this is a bad idea? Do you think that President Obama signing an executive order and giving an opportunity for some additional insurance coverage, is that the right thing to do? Is that the wrong thing to do? And um, what about the impact? Do you think that uh, by offering this that those people were really going to uh, come back and sign up for Obamacare? Or do you think that uh, the the pool that's left in Obamacare, 
a lot of folks with pre-existing conditions, a lot of folks that have some issues going on. Um, do you think that uh, that's going to change anything? Now, one thing that will happen here is is that this will get the left very, very up at arms because the game plan is is to wear out the uh, the rest of the country and to throw our hands up and say, you know what, we just don't have any other options. We are gonna ha- we're gonna have to just just live with this Obamacare. And as you know, in the last few weeks, Democrats have finally come out and been pretty bold uh, in the Congress and said. You know, some of us said, you know, it's time for us to go with single payer universal health care. And uh, I just want to tell you that um, all you have to do is look to Canada, look to the UK. Um, those two areas will tell us why the last thing that we want to get involved with is uh, to stop doing everything we can to halt this uh, progression, in my estimation, downward, and that is for you and I to have to be dealing with government officials, government individuals. Now, something has to be done. I think the uh, there's going to have to be a mechanism for those, um, uh, going to have to be the safety net for those who are in a position to um, uh, have to have this coverage because of pre-existing conditions. So um, with that, uh, that's a given, so I think that's where the work uh, has to now go since uh, Republicans in the Senate uh, decided not to be a part of the solution uh, by um, waving off the Obamacare repeal and replace twice. Uh, instead of being part of the, the, the solution, they are and currently are part of the problem. 877-943-9673. Join the conversation and... Uh, going to talk a little bit about the realities of the next step in our security, the next inconveniences as we talk about uh, what type of um, security we're going to go through every time we go to a hotel. More than the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. Is this thing on? Okay. This is Dr. Rod, and I am the president of Sola Scriptura Bible College. I am taping radio spots here on WTBN. I don't know anything about radio, but I do know a great Bible college. Here's the bare facts. Bible college, $1,000 a year for everything. Study every chapter of the Bible in four years. Be mentored by professors with earned degrees. Classes meet only two Saturdays a month. Let's see, I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, $1,000 a year total investment, whole Bible chapter by chapter, trained professors, meets only two Saturdays a month. Oh, yeah, call me for information at 727-614-6372. That's right, call me at 727-614-6372. At these prices, I can't afford a full-time secretary. 727-614-6372. 
there is a devastating disease crippling children, disfiguring them, leaving once beautiful faces marked with the unmistakable signs of leprosy, causing them to live a life of pain, shame, and isolation. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Weekdays, 9 to noon, on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here talking about uh, today's executive action by President Trump as he has uh, signed in the the concept that's been talked about for probably a couple of decades, and that is allowing insurance to be sought across state lines is uh, one of the big aspects. Before we get to uh, Angel that's standing by, I want to remind you that Regnery Book Publishing uh, has uh, this month's opportunity for you to win one of five free Regnery Publishing books. This month's um, is is the book called Undeniable by Tom Grace. It is uh, it is a novel. It has to do with human genetics, cloning, stem cell research, and uh, yes, what it seemed just years ago to be impossible, now we know it is a possibility in many disturbing areas within this area of science. The sixth book of the series, Tom Grace reveals the alarming truth about the future of genetic engineering. And uh, I want to tell you, this is one of those books that uh, once you end up reading this novel, you understand a whole lot more the seriousness of the threat by telling a, a story that parallels the truth and putting some characters uh, uh, in the midst of that. If you want to um, sign up to get this book, uh, be in the running for the five books we're going to be giving away end of the month. You can go and register at am860theanswer.com, am860theanswer.com, or am930theanswer.com, am930theanswer.com. Click on the contest tab, and you can enter. So let's talk a little bit about um, um, it's for EO. What is EO? Executive order. Okay, hey, I thought he was for Obamacare. See my 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 glasses. I can't. I'm having a hard time seeing, and so I'm glad I uh, got that. But uh, Angel, welcome back. I think I know who's calling in, and uh, good to have you back with us. Hey, thanks, Bill. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, yeah, just uh, just my my two cents on this is uh, you know, healthy people that have a decent income. Let's keep it for an individual or family here in Florida. I mean, if you're stuck on only the marketplace as an option, right now, even if you looked at every single carrier, which there are only a few now, especially as people are pulling out for the uh, for the year, you might not even find any of the plans that really meet your budget or have the things that you want. I mean, for a plan that's really going to take care of you, you're looking at paying far more than you 
but typically they're short-term plans or plans that provide very good coverage, or you have Obamacare. And so far, to Trump, doing this executive order, it brings back competition. And you said it yourself, the, the marketplace is kind of not really involved with a competitive, a competitive market. They had plans, but they weren't really, uh, really benefiting the consumer. They were kind of these plans that they put together, and um, I think that the executive order is going to allow that competition to bring the prices down and give people the choice to kind of decide, you know, what kind of coverage they want. And, you know, in terms of the executive order about Trump, he already made one at the beginning of his presidency that helped people to kind of have that uh, security that the IRS was not, even though there's a shared responsibility fee, he made that mandate that he didn't want people negatively affected from, you know, having to get a coverage on the marketplace that they didn't want. So although the fee is in place, the IRS followed suit with that initial order and changed the tax filing for 2016, where it did not specifically ask if you had an ACA plan, nor did it require a certificate from an insurance company to validate that the plan was ACA compliant. Yes, so I... now with this next, this next order, it just allows people to cross state lines, get better options, and in suit, you know, as open enrollment here, those insurance companies will be offering competitive rates, which are going to be beneficial to all the consumers that need to find plans. And especially if you don't need the mental health, the pregnancy, or the drug and alcohol rehab, you're going to have several options that are going to benefit you and not cost you an arm and a leg. Let me ask you, Angel, let me interrupt you. Let me ask you a question in order to help uh, illustrate something to, uh, to my uh, audience. Um, if we would have had 20 of the largest uh, backed healthy uh, insurance companies uh, in the country, if they had come together and they had come up with the same ex- the same exact exact guidelines for Obamacare as the Congress did, but they are a private sector deal. If they had gone into the mar- marketplace just at the same time, let me ask you this. If they, if these were uh, expert uh, companies dealing with how, quite frankly, how actuaries work, how numbers work, do you think at this point, with the losses and the fact that uh, unable to market this to a wide range of people, do you think that these twenty companies today would still be offering this plan? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think so. They couldn't. So, they're losing money yeah, like, like a hole in the bottom money. of a ship. They yeah, would have I abandoned mean, this a long time ago. It, 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 it's, it, in the private sector, we would have said goodbye. And so our audience must understand that by propping this up, by blocking it, and trying to, you know, trying to have this, this solution all in one swipe, which some of the handful of uh, Republicans did in the Senate, it's never going to be accomplished, but I will tell you this would never be allowed to continue on the private sector because private capital would have pulled out of it by now. Exactly. You're right. And, uh, and the same thing with the thing about it is as Obamacare has progressed, what did the major carriers do that were on Obamacare? They increased the deductibles. They increased the premiums. They slimmed down the coverages. And they put the premiums up every year, 20, 30, 40. 50, as high as 100%. Because they don't, because year. Angel, they've, they've got it set up to where they don't want you to make a claim. They don't want to file a claim. They'll go bust filing a claims, and they're just taking the premium money up front and popping up that deductible on the back. It's a scam. Exactly, and I feel it's the same way. For example, 
um, you know, some of the entry-level plans, which are outside of anything that seems reasonable, have nothing covered until you hit the deductible. So that's like a plan that only works when you get hit by a bus. So, like, what is that plan going to do for me? Every day I go to the doctor, I'm paying full price, and I have a $6,000 deductible. Well, I'm never going to hit that because I don't have serious issues, even if I have an MRI. That's still 2000 out of my pocket. Even if I have a CT, that's another 2000 I still haven't even hit the deductible. And so that whole scenario, like you just said, it's been kind of a conspiracy. I don't know really how it really got pushed through so well, but at the end of the day, we as Americans are the ones that are suffering for it, and I think that the executive order, again, is right on par with what needs to be done to kind of alleviate things. And going forward, things are going to level out. I guess as I see things, it will be more of a healthier people will pay less, people that have more conditions will pay more, and the subsidies will get a little bit whittled down because right now the government is arguing about who's going to pay the subsidies. And on top of that, there's no money to even pay the real subsidies, so it's going into the trillion-dollar deficit. All right. Angel, we're going to have to uh, leave it there. Uh, Well said. Well played. Well said, my man, because you are right on it. And uh, if it wasn't for those on the left that like to always deal with other people's money and then run up the credit cards, it would have been long gone. Coming up next, Professor Robert Allen, Tulane University, going to be talking about security measures both in Las Vegas and here in Florida. That is something everybody everywhere does in the same language. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump says an executive order he signed today will make lower premium health care plans available to millions of Americans. The president moving ahead with his goal of rolling back Obamacare despite a lack of congressional action. Mr. Trump says his nominee for Homeland Security Secretary will not need any on-the-job training. Kirsten Nielsen served as DHS Chief of Staff under General John Kelly before Kelly took the job of Chief of Staff at the White House. The death toll from the Northern California wildfires is holding at 23, although authorities do expect it to rise. Many areas remain off-limits as the fires continue to spread in Northern California's wine country. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed down 32 points. The Nasdaq was off 12. More details at srnnews.com. How special is your birthday? Well, considering that God knit you together in your mother's womb, it's a pretty special day. So we want to celebrate with you. Join the Faith Talk Birthday Club. And on your birthday, we'll be happy to email our congratulations and coupons for some really nifty gifts from our friends at Sun Country Cleaners and the Bullet Hole, Sarasota. Join the Faith Talk Birthday Club at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. 
EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Are you ready to do something big for God? Are you looking to be a part of something bigger than yourself? Since 1971, Word of Life Bible Institute has been giving young men and women the biblical foundation they need for whatever career path the Lord has for them. There are only two things that last for all eternity, the Word of God and the souls of men. Stop wondering what it would be like to step out for God and make your plans to do it. For more information, please call our admissions department at 727-379-5037 or visit us online at wordoflife.edu. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one. One call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. Bill Bunkley here. We're back. I want to remind you that uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we want to give you an alert. Uh, if you are anywhere near the Hudson area, Near Highway 52, uh, there near the subdivision of Gulf Highlands, that uh, State Road 52 there at Meadow Drive is uh, completely shut down by law enforcement. Uh, We've been notified uh, by the Pasco County Sheriff's deputies that there is an active shooter in a home there in the Gulf Highlands subdivision. And so um, we're asking you on behalf of uh, law enforcement to stay away from that area. Um, there is a reverse 911 call that has been made by the Pasco County Communications residents to warn them. And if you're in that area, just don't try and go anywhere. Just stay where you're at. Uh, the word we have is is that the shooter's in a home, and so that perimeter has been set up. Also, Gulf Highlands Elementary is on lockdown right now, so uh, those kids will be uh, they're fine. They're inside the school. We will continue to update this story as we continue throughout our program. Well, it's a story like that that I guess, uh, unfortunately, is an intro intro to my next guest. We all just were mortified as uh, what unfolded in Las Vegas, and we're probably still mortified today because nothing yet surfaces publicly to give us any sort of indication just uh, what was up with this shooter. 
And then at the same time, uh, for those of us here uh, in our area, we know that we have our Special Operations Command uh, headquarters here. And to learn that uh, we uh, lost some of our special operators, Green Beret in Africa, well, today we're going to talk about uh, those things, and uh, one aspect of that story is how it's going to affect us right here where we live. Uh, joining me is Robert Allen, who's an adjunct professor at Tulane University, and uh, I'm going to talk about security measures and um, just uh, what is Las Vegas going to force us to do in the, in the future. Robert Allen has been consulting with various private and government organizations discussing counterterrorism uh, mitigation force protection standards, and threat and vulnerability assessments. He has a significant amount of experience in security, intelligence, and law enforcement. Uh, He served as a personnel security specialist for the U.S. State Department's Worldwide Personal Protection Service in Israel and an intelligence executive officer with the U.S. Operation Iraqi Freedom. He has served in Afghanistan in security aspects as well, and um, is uh, very well-versed, as I said earlier uh, today. Now, he uh, is going to talk to us a little bit about uh, what he sees coming out of Las Vegas. And with that, Professor Allen, good to have you with us. Bill, thanks for having me. Well, you're the expert. You know that uh, the folks, the officials, the FBI, Homeland Security, uh, they know more than probably the uh, the sheriff does <laughs> in Las Vegas. And then he knows more than we know. But what's been said publicly, we're still shaking. We're still scratching our heads, I should say. What do you make of all this, this many days that we don't have a better idea what was in the mind of the shooter? I got to be honest with you, Bill. I think the local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies are going to keep their cards real close to their vest on this one. There's a lot of things that are going on right now behind the scenes, as you stated. The feds and the state and local law enforcement, I'm sure, are working together. Uh, On a side note, I've got to take my hat off to local law enforcement in the Las Vegas area. What these guys have done and what they've accomplished is nothing short of amazing. I can't say enough good things about the sheriff, but going back to the original point, I think there's a lot of things going on. If I was going to ask the the million-dollar question, it's motive. Uh, I'm scratching my head on this one. Uh, Nine times out of ten, when I've looked at um, incidents of this nature, uh, the first thing I focus in on is the target. Uh, What made the target target most likely? What Mm -hmm. was the set of circumstances? Why did you go after this particular target? But i got to be honest with you. With this guy, Stephen Paddock, I'm scratching my head on some of this right now. Uh, Robert Allen, let's talk a little bit uh, about the, to me it was a bombshell yesterday, the day before, when so many days after the event, one of the most basic key facts of the event, and that surrounds the the poor security guard there at the hotel, and uh, it would seem to me that as we were allowed to, and I think he's still a hero, but I mean, we were really laying accolades on this, on this gentleman. Uh, for thinking that, uh, you know, he went up and, uh, you know, was, uh, you know, so, sort of involved more so than the fact that he just knocked on the door and got, got shot early and then the guy started his assault. Did they let us just be confused for several days? Was it to their uh, advantage to let us think one thing and have it be something else? Because it seems like something like that could have been corrected so much sooner. 
Well, I think what they're going on or what's happening is they're still going to keep their cards close to their vest. Uh, what this security guard did, uh, Jesus Campos, was nothing short of a uh, phenomenal. I'm not sure of the arming postures for the for the security uh, staff at the Mandalay Bay Hotel, but what it ended up, ended up happening was the security guard heard the drilling on the or heard drilling. He responded to the to the area, and then what ended up happening was uh, the the shooter uh, Paddock ended up putting almost 200 rounds into the door. Uh, one of them striking the security guard. Uh, the security guard then went to the process of uh, informing hotel security personnel that he'd been shot. There was also a maintenance worker up on the floor at the time uh, dealing with a jammed-up door. Uh, Campos encountered him and told him that, hey, man, there's something going on here. And that's when the process of starting to notify uh, local law enforcement and 911 is called. Um, the shooting the security guard was up on the floor just a few minutes before 10 p.m. The shooting actually started um, like real short thereafter. Uh, there was pauses in the span of it, uh, maybe a, a second here down or a second there down, but the shooting finally ended at 10:15 um, uh, from the Mandalay Bay, and that's when I think uh, the local law enforcement was heading to the room. And subsequent to the, all that, uh, the shooter ended up taking his own life. Mm. Listening to the voice of Robert Allen, adjunct professor at Tulane University, talking about the Las Vegas uh, terror attack, uh, expert in the field of security. We'll also hope to get to the Green Berets uh, situation as well. Now, we live, we have prided ourselves, uh, Robert Allen, that we live in an open and free society. And starting with the attack on uh, 9-11 and subsequent attacks every time that we learn something new, We've got shoe bombs. We've got underwear bombs. We've got, uh, you know, liquid bombs. Uh, is this going to cause us to take the next step to sort of uh, strip away the next, the next little layer of our open society with uh, what we may have to be doing in the future when we check into hotels in this country, similar to what's happening around the world, I must say, already? I think this could be... I'm not going to say a significant change, but I think at the end of the day, we're going to have to look at how we do business, and we just got to be realistic. We're going to end up going back to that age-old argument, what's the fine line between freedom and security? Um, I lived in Jerusalem for a number of years, and the way the Israelis do business is it basically comes down to nobody is above suspicion. And do I want to live in a society like that in our country? Absolutely not. But we also got to be realistic. Can people – can you go through the process of securing every hotel in the United States? No, I just don't see that as, as feasible. However, we do need to pay attention to what's going on around us. The, 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 we go back to the old thing that we use in the military and law enforcement. See something, say something. There's got to be some indicators out there somewhere. Uh, one of the incidents they had uh, not too long ago out in uh, the West Coast, uh, one of the persons was one of the people that, that kind of picked up something was afraid to say something because they didn't want to be marked as, as mm -hmm. stereotype or something along those lines. Let law enforcement do their job. That, that's, that's just bottom line up front, Bill. Let the cops do their job. Let them sift through it because there's an old expression, I can always let you go, but I can't always catch you again. So that, that's the way we got to look at that. But going back to the, the same thing we were just discussing, yes, I think we're going to have to take a close look on how we do business. Some people can say that that's going to be going into hotels. Some people can say that's going to be looking at uh, the gun controls. Some people can say that it's going to be a variable of a uh, variable of uh, variable in a lot of different equations, but I, I think we need to sit down and take a long, hard look at this. Um, if possible, I also think that we're going to have to get partisan politics out of it. People are going to have to sit down, have a rational 
and I hate to say non-emotional conversation because this is such an emotional issue right now. There, there are people that are hurt, scared, and afraid, but we've got to have a logical and reasonable conversation on both sides of the aisle to work through these problems, and we've got to do it together. We can't be our own adversaries. Mm. Now, you're on the outside looking in as far as Florida is concerned. I'm a, I was born and raised here, so I, I know I'm kind of <laughs> like inside the, uh, the fish tank. But already when we look at Central Florida, we have our theme parks. When we look at uh, our resorts, we got not only the resorts uh, in the Orlando uh, Kissimmee area around those theme parks, we got resorts on the Gulf Coast, we got resorts, I'm talking about hotels, resort hotels on the Atlantic. Now, already, um, you know, we go through security when we're going to see Mickey Mouse or Shamu, but there hasn't been the same sort of security going in and out of those hotels that are right adjacent to the theme parks. You're on the outside looking in. You're seeing this progression. What do you predict for the Florida uh, future in terms of our resort hotels and some of those luxurious hotels along the the uh, along the water are we gonna we're we gonna have a little liberty um, kind of stripped away here i don't foresee liberty being stripped away i see a little bit more situational awareness for, for lack of better choice of words uh it, it's going to come down to what people are willing to give up for their freedoms uh, most people go to hotels for bottom line up front privacy they go there for their own security their own privacy they go into their hotel rooms uh the guy Paddock was able to take ten different suitcases up to his room mm. with over twenty different weapons. Uh, nobody figured it out. A lot of people that I've read articles from complain that how did somebody not see this? Well, I'd be willing to bet he threw the bags on a bell cart and then probably a bellman took the guns up to the room. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Especially since he was a high roller, very familiar. Uh, you know, if you're gonna bring this stuff up, stay here for a couple of weeks. You bring this stuff up, stay in a couple of weeks. Um, a- absolutely. I-, I wouldn't even go so far as to say the room may or may not have been comped. Yeah, well, well, I heard that the first one was comped, but then to get his location, he had to pay. He moved some. He was there before that Thursday. And what I saw yesterday was he moved out of the comp room up to the room that he had to pay for to get the positioning that he needed. So, And, again, I don't trust anything I'm hearing until we get the final report. And, hey, we're still talking about the JFK assassination these many years later. So, Absolutely. And, and what it is, and again, I, I got to take my hat off to the law enforcement community within that area. They're keeping their cards close to their vest. They're having real strict control over the media. They're not letting CNN, Fox News, MSNBC run with all these stories and hyperboles and everything else. And the law enforcement is doing exactly what they need to do. They're saying, let me sort this thing out. Let me go through the processes, and then I will give you. That's the reason we have a public affairs officer, and I will give you what we believe to be credible and factual information at this time. Uh, Robert Allen, we got to take a break. Uh, could I hold you over just a minute or two? Because I really, because of our uh, special operations presence here and our veterans here, I'd like to engage you on uh, your thoughts about what happened to the Green Berets there in Niger. Bill, I'd be delighted. All right, hold on just a second. Robert Allen's going to stay with us for just a moment, adjunct professor at Tulane University. We're going to move our discussion after the break uh, to uh, an assessment as to what happened to this patrol. Why did they wave uh, either drone or air cover or whatever it was? And uh, uh, where do we go in the future? Because I got to tell you, with uh, the aggressiveness that has been taking place in some of the other areas where these terrorist organizations uh, are had been concentrated in the past, uh, a lot of this, in my estimation, has flown to the south and uh, that African area is a hotbed. And uh, I expected... Uh, 
quite frankly, some sort of retaliation already, whether it be airstrikes or what. But uh, we'll see what uh, Mr. Allen uh, has to say about that one. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. And uh, we'll keep you very, very entertained right here with the answers that you've been seeking. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Don't go away. I'll be right back. As you witness what's happening locally and nationally, do you wonder how you and your congregation can truly impact the world around you? The Acts 2028 Pastor Network is here for you. We'll help you engage in a community of like-minded leaders, provide practical, trustworthy education on the issues we're facing, and empower you with free, personalized tools to impact the culture as you lead God's people. Get the help you need at 2028pastors.com or email info at 2028pastors.com. Bill Bunkley here. If you're looking at the new GMC Sierra, don't go any further than the number one volume Sierra dealer in the state of Florida, Rivard Buick GMC. Number one in volume means number one in price, and Rivard beats all other dealers hands down on both. The new Sierra 1500 Denali with V8 power, steel chassis, and available tow package can handle well over 9,000 pounds of boat, camper, or whatever you need to move from here to there. And the well-appointed spacious interior makes the Sierra just right for work or a weekend getaway. Right now at Rivard Buick GMC, you can save up to $10,500 on a new GMC Sierra 1500 Denali. Couple big savings on your new Sierra with Rivard's refreshing one-on-one customer service, and it's a no-brainer. You've got to go to Rivard. View the options available for your new Sierra 1500 Denali at RivardBuickGMC.com, then visit in person at Rivard Buick GMC, Route 60 Brandon, and tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. What do you say when you're asked about abortion, suicide, euthanasia, and capital punishment? You know how you feel, but can you share your thoughts effectively, compassionately? Do you know what the Bible says? Now you can, with the help of Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio. Not all killing is murder. There is a distinction between taking innocent life and taking the life of those guilty of heinous crimes. Pastor Philip wants you to have a free USB flash drive with his biblical teachings on matters of life and death. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword life. When God dies in the mind of a culture, man dies. Pastor Philip confronts the moral issues of our time in matters of life and death. It could help you influence others to preserve, not destroy life. Ask for your free USB flash drive. Log on to letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand, and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-495-1836, 24 hours, and leave your information, I'll send the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Fortunes and Foreclosures, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. 
I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-495-1836, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-495-1836. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-495-1836. Hey, I'm Dr. Raul Serrano. And I'm Dr. Suzanne Foley. We're the host of Health From Within Radio, and we're here because we are passionate about helping people go from fighting disease to truly building health. You know, our purpose and our mission for this radio show is to really allow you to regain your health, fuel your purpose, fuel your passions, and live the life that God designed you to. Saturday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Before we get back to uh, Robert Allen to discuss Africa, just a quick reminder that uh, you're going to save an awful lot of money right now especially if you're in the market for a new truck specifically want to tell you the number one volume dealer for gmc sierras the 2017 model is uh well it's Rivard buick gmc and as i have been encouraging you to accept my challenge it's very simple and uh, to make a wise choice a choice based on wisdom you need to do your homework so you know what your homework assignment is Go to RevardBuickGMC.com, RevardBuickGMC.com. Get ready to scroll down just uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of vehicles and GMC trucks and Sierras and look at the deep discounts that are happening right now. It's right there up front. It's on the website. You don't have to ask the question. They are very open. Why? Because they are the number one volume dealer all across West Central Florida, up and down the I-4 corridor. So one reason why they sell more cars than anybody else is because they're up front. You know exactly what the deal is going to be. And then, well, maybe with your trade, you get an even better deal than that. So very simply, check that website, RevardBuickGMC.com. Then head in your car, go on over to uh, Brandon, uh, just off I-75. Very convenient to get there from anywhere in the West Central Florida, I-4 corridor. Get off the interstate, head uh, west on Adamo Drive. That's Highway 60, only about a mile down the road on the right, and you're going to see Revard Buick GMC. And if you got a question before you get there, uh, give them a call, and that number is 813-620-6500, 813-620-6500. Remember, discounts on some of those vehicles as high as, what, about 10003 10004 Need to check them out. All right, let's get back to uh, Robert Allen, my guest. Got a few moments where you have to wrap, wrap up here. He's the adjunct professor at Tulane University. He is an expert in security, and we've been talking about uh, the implications going forward with the shooting in Las Vegas. Uh, Robert Allen, um, when we found out that uh, we had some Green Berets that got ambushed from some of these terrorists that uh, I believe they got hit by uh, one of these units where they'll put the uh, machine guns in the back of these small pickup trucks but um, uh, from what I heard, they uh, they didn't have the air cover that they could have uh, re- requested. The drones were way far off. Uh, from your vantage point, what happened here? Well, I'm not going to hindsight the, the commander on the ground because obviously they see a picture that we're not privileged to, and that, that a lot of that stuff is going to fall under the classification holdings. Uh, 
bottom line up front, what a lot of this came from is the Green Braves are over there doing basically what they were born to do. They were they're doing uh, training missions. They're being force multipliers. They're doing what they're over there and trying to assist the, these communities and try to assist uh, Nigerians with their their counterterrorism organization or counterterrorism missions uh that being said uh they were over there doing what was actually determined in the beginning to be a low risk non-hostile or non-confrontational mission mission the commander obviously approved it uh the attack was kind of not like the norm uh when the attack occurred it was a daylight attack uh that's really a kind of a head scratcher these guys being out in the day and more or less being attacked during the day mm. Uh, usually they're out and about at night, uh, going back to the old thing, uh, the guys, the old Vietnam veterans used to say, and some of the guys in Iraq and Afghanistan, hey, the job is to rule the night. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But going through these missions, um, they were doing their, their force multiplier, they're training the Nigerian forces, and that's when it was uh, – they, they actually came under attack from the – what they was really being believed is al-Qaeda fighters. Uh, that's not being proven yet. Uh, you haven't really seen too much where um, – or I haven't seen too much where um, where they've laid claim to the attack or actually took took credit for the attack or anything like that. That being said, um, you can't rule out anything because right now they're still looking at um, uh, al-Qaeda and the Islamic Madrab is um, conducting the attacks. Uh, they're, they're saying that the attack – again, going back during the day – Approximately 30 minutes. Uh, there was a dozen U.S. troops there. I'm going to go ahead and speculate that most of those guys were Green Berets. I'm not going to hang my hat on that one. And they were on patrol with 20 Nigerian soldiers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's when they believed they ran into the, uh, the group of militants. Again, going back to what you were saying with the mounted machine guns in the trucks, and it took them by surprise. So I don't know if these uh, Islamic extremists or, or this um, al-Qaeda branch was laying in wait that they knew the Americans and the Nigerians were coming or this would be actually what would be called a movement to contact where the Nigerians and the Americans were moving to, to confront these guys. There, this one's going to go back. Uh, there's going to be a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of what they would call AARs, after-action reports, but there's going to be some head-scratching on that one because uh-huh. this is the first time since May that they've lost special operations forces because back in May they lost a SEAL mm-hmm. and they lost two other um, – American troops and Somalia. So there, there's going to be questions asked on this one. Got about 30 seconds, uh, Robert Allen. Um, do you think that uh, once they determine exactly where these guys are hanging out with, it seems like uh, whether uh, we send a cruise missile in or do an airstrike or drone strike, do you anticipate that we'll see some sort of of uh, counteroffensive uh, against these uh, forces who did this? I would bet you dollars to donuts, absolutely. With this administration right now and the things going on, there will definitely be, uh, and I'm convinced of it. I, I can't say with 100% certainty because there's no actual absolute certainties, but I'll say with, with a little bit of certainty, I think there will be a kinetic retaliation and there will be kinetic strike, right. and they will go after them. All right. Robert Allen, we're out of time. Adjunct professor, Tulane University. Excellent time of uh, keeping us informed. Look forward to having you again, and have, have a great day, my friend. Absolutely, Bill. Thank you for having me. God bless you. All right, that'll wrap things up. Jay Sekulow coming up in just a moment here on 860-930. Bid farewell to you on the biz. And uh, if you'd like to hang with me, I'll be on AM 570 and 910 and 102.1 in Lakeland. Love to have you come along. We'll see you there. Lean on me when you're not strong. 
three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. Saturday afternoons at 5. Join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. When a cultural earthquake can be felt, the tremors are unmistakable. And when people are saying, wow, what I thought was nailed down is coming loose. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. In the face of Congress's failure to repeal and replace Obamacare, President Trump is getting the ball rolling. He has signed an executive order aimed at lowering costs for consumers and giving them more choices. This will cost the United States government virtually nothing, and people will have great, great health care. And when I say people, I mean by the millions and millions. The executive order would expand health plans offered by associations to allow individuals to pool together and buy health insurance across state lines. Even Senator Rand Paul is on board. 28 million people were left behind by Obamacare. Do not have insurance today. This specifically targets and will help people who don't have insurance or people or for whom insurance is too too expensive. And it won't happen overnight. White House officials admit the changes could take months or even longer to go into effect. President Trump is unloading on hurricane damage Puerto Rico. The president posted several tweets blaming Puerto Rico for its financial struggles and insisting that federal help will be limited. He tweeted, we cannot keep FEMA, the military, and the first responders in Puerto Rico forever. He also accused the U.S. territory for having a total lack of accountability. On Capitol Hill, the second-ranking House Democrat called the president's attacks shameful. White House correspondent Greg Clugston Gusting winds, lower humidity are in the forecast for Northern California, and that's not good news. Those conditions could drive the next wave of devastating wildfires that are already well on their way to becoming the deadliest and most destructive in California history. On Wall Street today, the Dow down 32 to close at 22,841. NASDAQ down 12 to 65.92, and the S&P 500 down 4 to close at 25.51. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Get started right now by calling 800-489-8876. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and daily insider's market. 
market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I used to build my fortune. I was getting ready to retire. I still needed to make extra income, but I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because of Larry and his excellent instructors, I could trade successfully for myself, and I'll never have to work for someone else again. Fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know, you. Again, call in the next 90 minutes. Leave your email address on my voicemail, 800-489-8876. Call 800-489-8876. Sources in the U.S. say they believe British ISIS recruiter Sally Ann Jones was killed in a U.S. drone strike in Syria back in June. Without sending in a special forces team on the ground to gather DNA evidence, It'll be impossible to verify her death 100%. Sally Jones, formerly a punk musician from Kent, went to Syria in 2013, joined ISIS, and married the jihadist hacker Junaid Hussein, who was killed in a drone strike in 2015. She had no previous military training, but she was a useful propaganda agent for ISIS, encouraging Western girls to join the group and posting messages threatening Britain online. The BBC's Frank Gardner reporting the European Union's chief Brexit negotiator says talks have made little progress, meaning they cannot yet be broadened beyond the terms of Britain's exit to include key issues like future trade relations. Many businesses are worried that Britain could leave the EU without a trade deal in place. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. The Food and Drug Administration is taking steps to ban free samples of tobacco products, including e-cigarettes. More from Linda Kenyon. The FDA has released guidance that says its ban on free samples of tobacco products applies to any such product that is subject to FDA regulation. That includes components of tobacco products like e-liquids and refillable cartridges for e-cigarettes. Free samples of e-cigarettes have been distributed at music festivals and motorsport events. Tobacco product manufacturers, distributors, and retailers can still sell products products at a discount, accept coupons and offer two-for-one deals, but they cannot give out free products. Linda Kenyon, Washington. The director of UNESCO is expressing what he calls profound regret to the U.S. government's decision, that is, to pull out of the U.N. cultural agency because of what's seen as longstanding anti-Israel bias. The director general says the departure is a loss for the United Nations family and for multilateralism. This is Town Hall News. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Thursday afternoon. And uh, we want to go straight through to some breaking news. i got an update here. If you've been with us during the first hour, you know that we have had an active shooter situation from just before 4 o'clock there in Hudson, Florida. 
And uh, if you've been uh, in work and just uh, getting out of work and joining us as you do at the 5 o'clock hour, well, this is going to be new news to you, but let me tell you what we know. Um, Again, we have a a suspect that is contained inside of a residence. That residence is in the subdivision of Gulf Gulf Highlands. And so if you are um, uh, near the uh, intersection uh, there of uh, Highway 52, um, just as it comes off of um, US 19 in that subdivision called Gulf Highlands, uh, first of all, Please avoid that area. Do not uh, cause further congestion there with law enforcement. Now, we had a a school there that has been on lockdown, and we have some new instructions. So if you happen to be uh, there in that area and have a student and are listening uh, or maybe uh, have a friend or relative, uh, this is in from the Pasco Sheriff's Office. Now, they're going to um, get those kids out of the school. The first round of uh, getting the kids out of that school that's been locked down, and that's um, uh, Gulf Highlands, is that um, those students who um, ride in cars. Now, the reunification point for you, if you're going to pick up your student uh, in a car, is at Long Branch Drive and Harvest Moon Circle. Again, if you want to pick up your son or daughter and they are a usual car rider, they're going to be available for pickup at Long Branch Drive and Har- Harvest Moon Circle there in Pasco County, Hudson. Now, um, they want the parents to turn off 52 at Lamadera. That's L-A-M-A-D-E-R-A. They want the parents to turn off 52 at Lamadera, go west on Long Branch until they reach their reunif- reunification point. Uh, school and staff and law enforcement officials will be requiring identification of all parents or guardians to release the students. Car riders are released first, and then the bus riders are going to be released after that. And, of course, uh, obviously with uh, the kids that are riding the buses, they will be safely uh, supervised uh, in an orderly fashion, loaded on the buses. The buses will depart uh, along a safe route. And then once they are out of the immediate area, once they begin uh, their drop-offs, then uh, that's going to be uh, uh, taken care of. And again, that area of the shooting is at State Road 52 at the intersection of Meadow Drive. Uh, Just don't go around that area because they have it all blocked off. We got first word about this. uh, Well, it was dispatched about 325 this afternoon from the Pasco Sheriff's Office. And, uh, again, all of the residents in that immediate area have uh, been getting 911 reverse calls from the Pasco County Public Communications Center warning warning them of the situation. So we'll continue to, by the way, it's Gulf Highlands Elementary, not Gulf Highlands High. We will keep you posted. Now let's see. um, Are we, uh, have we got any strays going on today? By the way, did you hear about the stray dog at Tampa International? Feel so sorry for these individuals. We've got a good story about some movie tickets, got a bad story. Apparently last night there was a, a couple that they have flown on to Bermuda. And I didn't get all the details, but they had to delay their travels for whatever reason to be able to get their their dog on the flight. So they checked their dog in with Delta here at Tampa International. And I guess they go on the flight, 
Well, what happened was that uh, when they went to take the dog carrier, they took the dog carrier and put it on the transportation thing. I guess there's a cover on it. And uh, when they arrived, I guess, the jet side, they opened up the cover, and the dog was uh, somehow out of his uh, travel carrier, frightened to uh, all get out, jumped off the cart, and they haven't seen the dog since. They had to notify the folks that uh, the dog they were expecting to receive in Bermuda uh, did not arrive. And so um, so we want to keep those folks uh, in our prayers. You know, that's that's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough. You know, nowadays, um, animals are not biblically and legally. Animals are not on the same par as human beings, okay? But nonetheless... They still develop very, very deep emotional love and ties, and and for those of you who have been in that situation, you knew you know what I'm talking about. All right, now let's talk about another stray. This stray is going to have a little bit better story. Okay, we are going to give away two two pairs. Right? Sorry, families, you're going to have to. If you got a family of ten, we can only help you out with one fifth of the freight here. Uh like that math pretty quick? Pretty smart, wasn't I? Just on my feet here. Anyway, we got uh, two free tickets for the Stray. Don't call in right now. Yesterday, all I did was mention it, and the phone lit up. This is not the time to call in. We've got a two two-pack of tickets for the Stray, and this is a story that uh, the movie opened last Friday, so uh, we can actually get these to you. You can download them. There's a code, and uh, you don't have to come here to the studio. I like that. So anyway, it's a true story about a, a dog named Stay. Well, no, he wasn't a dog named Stay. Have you heard that joke? Stay. Come, Stay. The dog that's named Stay. Stay. Come here. Stay. Stay. Come. I got Michael rolling in the control room. No, this Stray is not called Stray. It's called Pluto. Now, you all know Pluto. Pluto was that guy that was about as tall as I am. That, that long Disney dog. Anyway, Pluto comes out of nowhere. Lovely dog, by the way. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, you'll really want to win these tickets. Pluto comes out of nowhere and impacts the Davis family. And uh, they got a lot of stuff going on. In fact, uh, that, that, that family is just, just, just ripping apart the seams. Anyway, <clears throat> you'll find out very quickly that, uh, you know, when the Lord's involved, sometimes help does come from the most unlikely places. And, uh, you know, when you're praying desperately, how many times have you been surprised with how or where your prayer was answered? Well, I think I've given you enough to realize this is going to be a good one, a good one for your kids. And as you know, sometimes a dog can, in fact, change everything. So stay tuned. I'll let you know when to call in. We will have two two pair of tickets. That means we'll select two callers. And the caller that is uh, providentially selected uh, is going to, uh, two of those callers are going to receive a couple of tickets to the stray. So we'll let you know when to call in. Also remind you that the CBMC Tampa Game Life for Breakfast is coming up next week, October the 18th, 6 a.m. to 8.30 in the morning, Florida State Fairgrounds. Coach Joe Gibbs is the featured speaker. And a great opportunity, guys, for you to bring your lost coworkers. Uh, maybe some uh, some guys that you never get to go to church with you, but uh, they sure would go to hear Joe Gibbs. 
especially if you got any uh, guys out there who are into NASCAR. Uh, this would be a good hook for them, man, because, uh, you know, Joe Gibbs certainly has made that second career in the NASCAR situation uh, exemplary. So go right now if you'd like to register and come, TampaBayCBMC.com. That's TampaBayCBMC.com. Before I take a break, just um, give you a little heads up. I'm going to be on a station assignment next week. I'm going to be flying out uh, tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, well, tomorrow's Friday, two days. I'm flying out in Saturday, and I'm going to uh, head to uh, Heathrow uh, Airport, London, and uh, take a um, connection down to Beirut, Lebanon. I'm going to be in uh, Lebanon, going in to see some of the Christian sites. There's also a opportunity that um, uh, you probably remember from last Christmas, Heart for Lebanon. Uh, they are helping some uh, Christian refugees there, so uh, about 2 million of them are there in the Bacal Valley. So we're going to go in uh, for a few days and uh, have a chance to spend with them. going to get some interviews and some audio and see what we can do. But anyway, um, just let you know that Bill Carl and others will be filling in next week. be a great opportunity uh, for you to, uh, to keep plugged in. I'm going to get back a week from Friday night, a week from tomorrow, late at night. So hopefully uh, a week from this Monday. I'll, uh, I'll have some things to talk about in terms of those experiences, but just want to give you that programming note. Now, John Stenberger is going to be up here shortly at the bottom of the hour, and uh, we're going to be talking about, yes, the Boy Scouts of America. Talk about blurring the lines with gender. Now the Boy Scouts, not only with the last social engineering decisions they made a few years ago, now um, there's going to be no environment for boys to grow up and have that boy relationship, that man boy relationship with uh, an adult male, because uh, they're going they're they're going female, and guess what? The Girl Scouts of America are not happy campers at all. Now I I can't recommend either one. The Girl Scouts are very uh, promoting of Planned Parenthood and and uh, all of those type of. Uh, of things that we believe are contrary to God's word. And certainly with the Boy Scouts, they certainly uh, talking about the embracing of um, relationships that uh, we as Christ followers, uh, uh, we respect all people, but uh, that is not something that uh, we can uh, adhere, put our stamp of approval on. Well, now they're going to go the woman route, the uh, female route, the, uh, the girl route. So uh, John Stenberger, who was the founder of Trail Life USA, now they have about, uh, we have, I should say, about, I think about 65,000, is that the number? 65,000 uh, trail lifers around the U.S. and still growing. Um, we'll talk about uh, this new move for the Boy Scouts in, particularly, just being real honest with you, if you are a, if you are a conservative, uh, Bible-believing uh, church and um, you still have a Boy Scout troop, um I think you ought to just uh, do some soul searching and uh, look at what that organization represents. And is that what uh, you represent at your church? Um, Just a thought. All right, let's take a break. Check in with our very, very, very important uh, folks who are partners and sponsors of our programming here. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll be right back.
From Paramount Pictures and Pure Flix comes Same Kind of Different as Me. Ron and Debbie Hall have everything they could ever want, except for a loving marriage. But when Debbie befriends a homeless man, their lives begin to intersect, and they are all changed forever. Amazing how far a little channel love and care can go. Same Kind of Different as Me, based on the incredible true story and best-selling book. In theaters October 20th, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and showtimes, go to samekindofdifferentasmemovie.com. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and bad tweets can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. Reputation.com can protect your good name. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. Call 800-651-4888. 800-651-4888. Are you ready to do something big for God? Are you looking to be a part of something bigger than yourself? Since 1971, Word of Life Bible Institute has been giving young men and women the biblical foundation they need for whatever career path the Lord has for them. There are only two things that last for all eternity, the Word of God and the souls of men. Stop wondering what it would be like to step out for God and make your plans to do it. For more information, please call our admissions department at 727-379-5037 or visit us online at wordoflife.edu. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. In Luke chapter 4, 16, we find an interesting word about the Lord Jesus Christ and his habits. It says, and when Jesus came to Nazareth, as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and he stood up to read. Now, if anybody could say, I really don't need church. It could have been Jesus Christ. After all, he was the Son of God. But there was something about being with other believers on a Sunday. In this case, a Saturday. Being with another group, a community of believers that invigorated the Lord. It refreshed the Lord. It was a part of his custom to meet together once a week with other believers. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, author of the brand new book, A Place Called Heaven. You can learn more by going to ptv.org. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Are you a pastor or ministry leader ready to grow your leadership skills? I'm Dr. Evan Burroughs, pastor of First Baptist Church of College Hill, inviting you to the Ignite Leadership Conference. Join me Saturday, October 28th, along with Dr. Ricky Houston, Reverend Michael Neely, and Dr. Brett Snowden for a time of sharpening your leadership abilities and encouragement in your calling. Don't miss the Ignite Leadership Conference, October 28th at First Baptist Church of College Hill. Register at fbcch.org. You know what? It is time. It is time 
The time has come. If you've been trying to win uh, those tickets for the stray, the time has come. Be caller number. What number do you want today? The two numbers. Caller number four and what else? Four and five. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. That's eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Caller number four and five. Call rapidly. Call often. Keep calling. And uh, we'll give you a uh, two two pack of tickets uh, for caller number four and caller number five, eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three, and that's going to give you an opportunity for a code. You go online and you're going to go to the movies free. Compliments of the Bill Bunkley Show as well as or all of us here at Faith Talk five seventy nine ten. All right, that's four and five eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. 877-943-9673. Free tickets. Free, 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 free. All right. Um, how about turning down your volume for just about five minutes if you have um, five or six minutes if you have little ones in your car, okay? If you have little ones in your car or if not, uh, have your little ones go to the back of the house for just a moment because uh, I want to just to talk about something that is not um, – that I don't think is appropriate for young kids. Um, I know some of the folks in the world here, and when you know what I'm going to talk about here, you'll see what I'm talking about. All right, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. John Stenberg will be up in a few moments. Uh, talk about uh, the Boy Scouts of America, now um, now going into all sorts of uh, a gender exploration. Girls are now going to be part of the Boy Scouts. Figure that out. All right, but uh, let me take you to uh, Atlanta. Uh, there was a report from Fox 5 in Atlanta, and this comes from the DeKalb County School District. Some of you who have relocated probably familiar with that county. And uh, this, is kind of, this is kind of unbelievable. This is not California. This is not Chicago. This is not New York. Hello, folks. This is Georgia. Getting closer. This is part of their family life and sexual health curriculum. Now, I've got a little guy, <coughs> and he's going to turn 12 <coughs> in about, um, oh, eight weeks or less. So imagine your 12-year-old child in public school or your grandson or granddaughter or your niece or nephew. And so it's time to have an assignment. And so it is time to talk about family life, talk about sexual health. I don't tip you off to begin with where we're going. Now, imagine if I was the teacher and I asked your student this. Well, little Johnny, well, little Joanne, um, here's a piece of paper. I want you to mark off, it's a multiple choice, it's going to be real easy, kind of like open book. It's a multiple choice, and um, we're going we're gonna to put, put some questions before you. And what I want to know is, is when you look at these different situations, which one is your preference? Which one is what you believe is your gender, your gender identity? What best describes you and your preferences to other people? Now, little Johnny, it's just about five questions. They're pretty simple. 
Uh, well, how about you, Joni? Joni, is your preference is your preference in the neighborhood of a woman who is attracted to a woman? Johnny, here's your question. You can check this off. Is your preference a a man who is uh, attracted to men? Well, this is for both John and Joni. Uh, how about how about are you are you one are you both of you interested in a person who's attracted to both men and women? How about how about how about is this you is this you little twelve year old? How about a man who is attracted to women or a woman who is attracted to men? Hello, that's like one two. Th- it's the fourth one down in the list. You see where I'm going with this? Now, how about this one? Little Johnny, little Joanne, when a person's gender identity doesn't match their sex, and the doctor said that that they were, uh, oh, when a person's gender identity doesn't match their sex, the doctor who said they were when they were born. Now, this is a test. This was an exercise that took place in Atlanta, Georgia, with 12-year-olds. Now, in case you think that, uh, and by the way, a parent has pulled out her, her son or daughter, and this parent said, we're talking about a sixth grader who still watches Nickelodeon. Now, the reason why this caught my eye is my Zachary is in sixth grade. The last thing he's prepared to do is to be challenged by some teacher to weigh in on on, 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 a, on a question in a test like this. Understand what is taking over in our land. What. Remember, the the scripture tells us what is up is down and down is up and what is going to be happening in the confusion. Well, we're going to be talking about confusion on a mass scale in a moment because the entire national board of the Boy Scouts of America voted without a dissenter to go gender neutral. And the the Atlanta School District is defending this 100%. A hundred percent. The school district said, and I quote, the teacher correctly utilized DCSD's family life and sexual health flash curriculum on abstinence-based evidence-informed sexuality education program. Close quote. Isn't that interesting? They, they, they've slipped in a little line or two about telling the kids to go abstinence. At the same time, they're opening up their minds to all of things that, at least for some of us that are still the remnant, who believe that uh, the Bible is the inspired word of God, we respect those who have different opinions, but we still hold to our convictions. We believe it's it, it's the uh, it, it, it's the guidebook for living. And so see how this happens. See how they slip in. 
Well, well, Mr. Christian, it's abstinence base. You should be happy it's abstinence base. No, I would not be happy. What I want to warn you is, is that we haven't uh, had, uh, you know, we have had uh, individual instances of uh, this type of situation. But um, it's just amazing that this has been revealed and the the school district there is um, just going along with it. All right, uh, Mike, we've got an update. We've got to go to this uh, right away. We have some breaking news coming in from Pasco County right now. Uh, We've just learned that uh, the authorities, uh, the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, is reporting now that the suspect that was held up uh, in that subdivision at State Road 52 in Hudson, that shooter is now dead. The shooter is dead following an incident that forced the road shutdown. Uh, we don't know. We know that the Highlands County, uh, Gulf, Gulf Highlands Elementary School was uh, placed on lockdown. The students were safe. Um, just before 5 o'clock, authorities said the, subs, the suspected shooter was contained inside a residence. Uh, and then it was just after 5 o'clock. We don't know what happened, but the sheriff's office said the person was deceased. So we do not know if that was a, a suicide situation. We don't know if the police had to take uh, the ultimate action. But uh, the shooter uh, is now dead that was uh, in that house situation in Hudson. And the kids that are being picked up at the elementary school, that procedure is still ongoing. And uh, we wanted to bring that to you. Well, coming up in a moment, um, we hope, (laughs) we hope, Mr. John Stenberger, my good friend with the Florida Family Policy Council, also founder of Trail Life USA, who, like your show host, um, severed all ties with the Boy Scouts of America when they began making their moves in their uh, uh, cultural experimentation with the kids and uh, uh, my son and myself, and many of my colleagues, including John Stenberger, who's the founder of Trail Life USA. We're now part of Trail Life USA. When we come back, we'll talk about how the lines have now gotten blurrier with the Boy Scouts of America because uh, now they've announced a program where girls are going to be Boy Scouts. Just chew on that for a second. Just think about that for a second, especially if you've got a young lad in Boy Scouts. If your church is still sponsoring Boy Scout troops, I just, um, I respect all decisions, but uh, look at the obvious. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump is pushing Republican Senator Rand Paul to support his tax overhaul. The president said today he expects to pass massive tax cuts and that he believes even Senator Rand Paul will be with him. Paul is a Kentucky senator who's expressed concerns about the tax overhaul. 
The GOP can't afford to lose more than two votes from their 52-member majority. House Speaker Paul Ryan says its government needs to ensure that, in his words, Puerto Rico can begin to stand on its own two feet. The Wisconsin Republican says Washington also needs to help the U.S. territory rebuild its economy. The Harvey Weinstein saga may be going international. British media reporting authorities in the U.K. are investigating sexual assault allegations against the movie producer. And on Wall Street today, the Dow down 32 to 22.841. NASDAQ down 12. S&P 500 down 4. You're listening to SRN News. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to... To stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Pastor, as you witness what's happening locally and nationally, do you wonder how you and your congregation can truly impact the world around you? The Acts 2028 Pastor Network is here for you. We'll help you engage in a community of like-minded leaders, provide practical, trustworthy education on the issues we're facing, and empower you with free, personalized tools to impact the culture as you lead God's people. Get the help you need at 2028pastors.com or email info at 2028pastors.com. America's veterans are more than a source of pride. They're a source of strength. When our veterans thrive, our communities thrive. With your support, our veterans can get career and education opportunities as well as benefits they've earned. I'm Congressman Daniel Webster. Join me in thanking our nation's veterans. They have given so much. Find out how you can support veterans in our community. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. What do you say when you're asked about abortion, suicide, euthanasia, and capital punishment? Do you know what the Bible says? Now you can, with the help of Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio. As Christians, we increasingly feel that we're waking up into a culture where things are different. And what was wrong is not right, and what is right is not wrong. Ask for your free USB flash drive on matters of life and death. Log on to letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. How special is your birthday? Well, considering that God knit you together in your mother's womb, it's a pretty special day. So we want to celebrate with you. Join the Faith Talk Birthday Club. 
And on your birthday, we'll be happy to email our congratulations and coupons for some really nifty gifts from our friends at Sun Country Cleaners and the Bullet Hole, Sarasota. Join the Faith Talk Birthday Club at letstalkfaith.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Bill Bunkley Show. And again, if you're just uh, joining us, the uh, the shooting situation in Hudson that we've been alerting you to, if you're just joining us, uh, the suspect uh, is dead. Uh, we don't know whether it's from suicide or from um, the, um, the um, police department, the sheriff's department there. But anyway, that uh, that threat has been neutralized. Well... Just a couple of days ago, we began to learn that the Boy Scouts of America, by a unanimous vote, has decided that, uh, about as simple as I can put it, that girls will now be Boy Scouts. Uh, yeah, uh, in this in this gender confusion that we find ourselves in today, um, as we continue to see just um, the blurring of the lines, uh, it is amazing. Well... Someone who um, has been on top of this since the Boy Scouts decided that uh, uh, traditional Judeo-Christian relationships between men and women, raising up boys to be men, and quite frankly, raising up women to be women. And when the Boy Scouts started the drift, that's when uh, John Stenberger, who is uh, president and founder of the Florida Family Policy Council, also founder of Trail Life USA, not only protested that vote, but then immediately did a yeoman's job bringing people together all around the country. And now we have Trail Life USA. And I think we've got about uh, between 45 and 65,000 trailmen all around the country, and it's growing. He's joining me today, not from his home port uh, in uh, Orlando. He's actually in, in D.C. I guess he's up there draining the swamp. John Stenberg, good to have you with us. Hey, Bill. It's great to be with you. Well, what was your first thoughts when you started seeing that uh, they were moving in this direction? I had not heard they were leaning that way. Uh, How about yourself? Did you know this was coming, or was this a surprise? Yeah, we knew several months ago there was internal uh, kind of official, unofficial communication that they were going to begin to introduce girls into the Tiger Cubs, which is below the Cub Scouts. It's the youngest you can get, five years old, into the program. And so at that point, I knew that they were going to try to integrate girls because it's just a logical progression. If you can be a girl in Tiger Scouts, you can go all the way to Cubs, Boy Scouts. And and so this was kind of the culmination of signaling to everyone in the world that, that girls can now be Eagle Scouts, get the coveted Eagle Scout Award, which both of us have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's just unfortunate. It's the unraveling of... You know, if gender doesn't mean anything, then, then, you know, we're just interchangeable parts on a potato head. You know, Mr. Potato Head has parts that don't mean anything inherently. And so it's sad. It's just another – it's a logical result of the moral decay and the failure to – the lack of courage for the Boy Scouts to defend even something simply as we're boys, not girls. 
and this is what it's about. So that fraternal, iconic idea of a outdoor program where boys are becoming men because they're interacting with other men and so camping and hiking and fishing, all those things that we do in scouting, <clears throat> repelling, all that is now basically it's going to become like it was in Canada as it is now. Canada has basically a youth group with neckerchiefs. That's Boy Scouts in, in Canada, and that's going to become Boy Scouts now, sadly, in the United States. And Canada's ranks of whatever's left of that remnant is very, very small. Now, let me just, for our audience, John Stember, let me just uh, tell them, for years, I worked uh, on the international side, uh, was on, on the board myself, the regional board, but a um, lot of world jamborees. I want my audience to understand that, yes, for many, many years, Scouting has been co-educational in in a lot of areas around the globe, but it was never called Girl Scouts. It was never called Boy Scouts. It was just Scouts, and there was, uh, you know, young ladies were taught how to be young lady Scouts. Young men were taught to be young men Scouts. Now, that is a whole different deal of the last several decades than what we're dealing with today with the uh, gender gender engineering, the social engineering that's going on. And so with that context, let me bring it back to John Stenberger. Um, When we look at what's happening in our culture, we have uh, embarrassingly so uh, a lack of of fathers. They're AWOL in so many areas, especially kids in the lower income frames. Then we have moms that are doing the best that they can, trying to, to raise their young boys, um, a lot of times because, you know, father and dad took off. The, 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 the very thing that we need is an opportunity for boys to be able to get with properly screened and properly mature male role models to model to them what a responsible man is all about and uh, when you start taking away this for the Boy Scouts, this was this was one of the original concepts that Lord Baden-Powell started the whole scouting program uh, in the U.K. to start with. And, and he had them outside uh, because he was the uh, the commander in the Boer, Boer War in Africa. He, he knew that when you get these young guys out, outside and you're hiking and you're lashing and you're camping, and then you start teaching the values, and I guarantee you they were the Christian Judeo-Christian values that were part of Baden-Powell's original scouting program. John Stenberger, when, when you see the Boy Scouts doing this, you're right. Is the idea just to have a club to where, well, people will pay dues so all these professionally paid scouters can have a job? Is that what we've come to? It, it's sad. These professional scouters and these national leaders, their spin is, well, we want to provide the character and the development of scouting to as many people as possible. Well, this is just ridiculous. So first we have gay boys, then openly gay adults, then we have transgendered girls claiming to be boys, now we have actual girls claiming to be girls, all within the rubric of Boy Scouts. It's moral madness. It is sowing more confusion into young people about the beauty and the differences between men and women, boys and girls. And this is something that is just, again, more cultural decay. Uh, I mean, think about the implications of having girls camping with you on a long-term basis or even a short-term basis. I mean, in the same quarters. You're not supposed to treat them any differently, according to the Boy Scouts, the transgendered girls who think that they're boys. You're supposed to treat them and integrate them into the program, the openly gay boys, 
You're supposed to treat them just like you're anyone else. You can't. It's just absolute madness. And anybody that's been a scoutmaster knows that you're trying to deal with behavioral problems with kids in the inner city. You're trying to deal with kids that don't have a dad who have behavioral problems. And now you're going to pour this. I mean, but Bill, I don't know if you saw this. The Girl Scouts had a blistering statement this morning uh, basically criticizing the Boy Scouts. They said, you're putting fire on this. They accused the Boy Scouts of, of, a, of a pattern of, of, of sexual assault. I mean, it was I couldn't believe how strong the statement was. Uh, yeah, because so they're very upset. Of course, the Boy Scouts are not taking away market share from the Girl Scouts, uh, tapping into their market of girls. And so they're not happy at all. Uh, but they had an, I, I couldn't believe how strong the Girl Scouts statement was. Yeah, let me just share this, by the way. Uh, John Stenberger, uh, founder, president of the Florida Family Policy Council, is with me. And by the way, if you're by your home or office PC, that website is flfamily.org. That's flfamily.org. In a moment, we'll give you a website for uh, uh, Trail Life USA if you'd like to check into that. Of course, we're both in Trail Life USA. Now, let me just stipulate that uh, I want to follow up with the Girl Scouts. Uh, neither John or I are supporters of the Girl Scouts of America uh, because they are very uh, informative, supportive of Planned Parenthood. And with our Christian worldview, uh, that doesn't jive. There's a, a wonderful Christian alternative, kind of like uh, Brothers and Sisters to Trail Life USA. It's American Heritage Girls. But uh, you're right, John Stanberger, that uh, I saw two or three different attacks from the Girl Scouts because it does... Even if you're you're not up on the gender uh, conflict, the, the the gender wars, if you will, uh, just to the simple person who just takes it on face value, well, we've got Girl Scouts, we've got an organization, they're all over. We know basically once a year when they're selling the Girl Scout cookies that they're still out and about and doing, I guess, relatively okay with their numbers. And then here comes the Boy Scouts and says, hey, we're going to have girls come in here. Why would not the Girl Scouts not think that they're in, in in sort of the crosshairs of the attack here? Because it really makes you shake your head. Yeah. Let, let me read you this statement, and I'm doing it on my cell phone. So, But it says, quote, the Boy Scouts' house is on fire. Girl Scouts told ABC News, instead of addressing systematic issues of continuing sexual assault, financial mismanagement, and deficit programming, BSA senior management wants to add an accelerant to the house fire by recruiting girls. I mean, that's essentially what I've been saying all <laughs> wow. along, is that they're, they're pouring fire gas upon fire when you allow an open gaze into the program. Now, girls, it's really madness. Parents are not going to trust a program like this, and it's going to result in a further decline in their program. What the Boy Scouts are doing, Bill, is that, the numbers look like they're sustaining, but they're investing in after-school programs. They're investing in uh, uh, things like uh, uh, softball and baseball, sports programs. So that what we know is traditionally a scouting, that is uniformed young men uh, learning outdoor camping. Th- that program is slowly dying. And I just want to challenge those churches that still have Boy Scout programs. You need to really look at this. You're participating in something that is really just not creating clarity and biblical foundations in young people, uh, and, and putting them at risk, quite frankly, putting them at risk uh, for, for abuse by other boys uh, and just moral confusion. And so I want to challenge folks to look closely at Trail Life USA and American Heritage Girls. Uh, these groups are growing rapidly. Um, they're solid Christian-based programs, church-based, where on one night 
we go in Orlando in Orangewood Presbyterian. My two girls go with their mom into American Heritage Girls, and I go with my two sons into Trail Life USA every Tuesday night. And so it's a family-oriented, church-centered scouting program for the whole family. Very positive, uh, and really we intend to take back the culture uh, using this program. And let me just say that same model is available here in Northwest Hillsboro. Uh, Zachary, my son, and myself, we're with the Trail Life USA Troop 7, and uh, we go to our troop meetings on Tuesday night. And uh, we're in a gymnasium and in the main part of the fellowship uh, hall area of uh, Messiah Lutheran Church. Uh, we have Trail Life USA because, uh, conversely, uh, we have those two venues so that families who have children, both male and female, have those uh, have those opportunities. Let me just say a couple of points. The allegations from the Girl Scouts, uh, unless you understand what they're talking about, most of those very serious allegations had to do with actual lawsuits and, in some regard, multiple lawsuits, uh, some of which have been kept quiet. But uh, that gives you an idea of, of how much a straight frontal attack that is. And yesterday, John, about the time uh, when I saw this and we first wanted to get you to join us today, yesterday the Girl Scouts were charging, you know, of all the work the Boy Scouts could be doing in inner-city programs for boys who, who don't have dads around, uh, some of the Hispanic areas, low-income Hispanic areas, that uh, there is so much work that they could be doing with people of color that they're, that they're doing some of the school opportunities but the Girl Scouts went after them for a, a lack of, a, 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 of of really going into those areas, and, and I wanted you to comment about that. I guess we is John there. All right, uh, hold on. I think uh, I hear John in the background. I think can we get him back? Do you have him there? I, I, I'm here. Can okay, you hear go, me? go ahead. Yes, a comment about the yeah, fact so that I the mean- girl the Girl Scouts were going after. The uh, the fact that the Boy Scouts were not doing enough for uh, young boys of color, especially in poor areas and single parent families. Well, that's right. I mean, uh, you know, I think that the inner cities are really in need of some kind of masculine program, and so instead of trying to expand their membership uh, by reaching out to at need boys, they're trying to again. It's all about money. It's all about membership. It's all about numbers. Uh, trying to reach "quote unquote" the most people possible now of any of any type. The only thing left, Bill, is atheists. I mean, they've let gays, uh, bisexual, transgenders, lesbians—I mean, girls that think that they're boys—I mean, you name it. The only thing left is uh, is atheists. That's the only "quote unquote" principle they have, and I don't think that's going to last much longer anyway. If so he, I think if, that you go, know, go it's only a matter of time before that that shoe drops as well. And and keep in mind that the Boy Scouts of America is primarily propped up by corporate uh, USA. And uh, how that works is they get big chunks of money from corporations, and what they have to do is they have to annually, quarterly, semi-annually, they have to show the numbers. And so what John is talking about is is that they, they do these particular techniques to have some very impressive-looking numbers the average folks that are in charge with philanthropy at these big corporations, they're, they're not drilling down. They don't know how to drill down. So they see these large numbers, and so that million-dollar check here, that million-dollar check there keeps coming in. And, John, would you say that's a fair assessment as to how the game is played? That's right. And it's sad. It's no longer about what's in the best interest of the boys. It's now what's in the best interest of the youth 
that's their that's their mantra. But the reality is, it's about money and it's about numbers. Right. And this is moral creep from allowing corporate executives like Randall Stevenson, who's been the chairman of AT&T, who is very pro-gay, to come in um, and strategically allow this social engineering. Um, and it, it's just sad, Bill. I mean, this is an American iconic institution, which is like motherhood and apple pie. Uh, and the fact that the Boy Scouts didn't have the courage. I mean, here we are. We talk in the Scout law about Scout is brave. And we as adults in the scouting program – uh, present company excluded, but Boy Scouts leaders themselves didn't have the courage to defend their own scout law and their own scout oath. Mm. They caved after winning a Supreme Court case, BSA versus Dale, where the Supreme Court says, look, you can identify yourself as a faith-based group. You can identify yourself as a, as a group that believes in values and to exclude uh, boys that are cl- claiming they're openly gay. They had the right to do all this, and they refused to even defend the Supreme Court precedent that they had that was rock solid. Mm. So it's, it's very sad. We're seeing the death of an institution, an American institution. But I'm excited because we're also seeing the birth uh, and the growth of Trail Life USA and the American Heritage Girls, two uh, faith-based Christian programs that are family-oriented. Uh, and so it's, it's sad, but it's also exciting at the same time. Uh, this is one place where we're forming a countercultural institution, um, and we can do that. All right. The website to find out more about Trail Life USA, if you'd like to uh, take a look at that organization that John and I are part of, TrailLifeUSA.com. That's TrailLifeUSA.com. John Stenberg, we're all out of time, but thank you so much for being with us. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Bill. Take Good. care. God bless. And uh, to be real clear, you know, we, are, we love everyone, and uh, we reach out to everyone. But uh, when we were raising our children, we have to be in a situation to where we are raising up our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. And as Christians, that's what is preeminent. Coming up tomorrow, we'll talk with uh, Harry Pearson about the stark reality of Harry Weinstein. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten. Today's topic, Laodicea, a church, a church that makes God sick. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.